It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hey, I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show, 303-713-TALK. We welcome your calls to solve problems, answer questions, and take complaints and make your life just a little easier. And whatever it is we can do to help you, we want to do it. RealCBDThatWorks.com, they can help you. CBD, Panacea Life, can help you. It can help you with uh, pain, inflammation, anxiety. Yes, even even warding off viruses. Yes, an antiviral formula and cosmetics with anti-inflammation properties, realcbdthatworks.com. And by the way, I want to take a note here to say, I really appreciate when people trust me and call the people I recommend and then call me if they ever ever have any problems. I really don't discount that at all. And of course, we don't get a lot of problems, but if we do, we want to know about them. And this is the only show, remember, the only place, in fact, in the media where you can complain about advertisers. You don't have any place to go went to complain about TV people, uh, uh, TV advertising, newspapers, uh, Facebook. Nobody listens to you. We listen. 303-713-TALK or 303-MARTINO-24-7. You wanted to say something? Well, I was just imagining someone calling up uh, the problem solvers at Fox 31 <laughs> saying, hey, that commercial you ran, those guys ripped me off. Never hear it. Oh, You'd course. never hear them talk about it. This truly is, ReferralList.com truly is the only place Policing. if you have an issue with somewhere on there, you call right here during the live show. It doesn't get any better than that. It does not. Hey, Zach, how are you doing? What's going on with you, Zach? I'm Tom Martino, hoping to help. What's going on? Hey, Tom, I'm doing hey, well. Man. Thank you. Yeah. I just have a quick question. Yes, sir. So I found out that my biological father, um, who I've been estranged from for, you know, 30-some years, has died a few weeks ago and yeah. his brother is getting in contact with me to, um, since I'm, I guess the only next of kin to take over his finances and stuff like that. You're the only one. Okay. And it, did you say it's uh, your biological dad, any other siblings? Let me ask you that. So none that anybody's aware of. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I'm just trying to figure it out now. The the thing is, I don't really know where to go from here, or if I'm even interested in any of this money. But my biological father was a incredibly shady individual. Did he have so a I'm will? Sure. Did he have a will? Nothing that has come forward yet. And I guess some folks have done some research with. Okay. The state now I just want you to know something. Either. If you you're you're probably next in line. If you don't have a mom, he didn't remarry. Doesn't have an ex. 
and no other kids come forward, you are next in line to open probate. If you do not open probate, any creditor can open probate and make claims. In fact, anyone who claims they have anything coming can open probate. If I were you, I would open probate. Now, you're not required once opening probate to take anything on that you want. I mean, anything that you don't want. For example, a timeshare condo, you don't have to take that on. You don't have to take on anything you don't want to take on. But if there is money, if there, if it is to the Bennett positive, you can take it. Now, if you have a conscientious objection because you know he's a bad player and he uh, had ill-gotten gains, I would still take the money and donate it to a charity if you want. But why leave it there? That's ridiculous. Okay, so how does one open probate? Okay, we'll talk about that. I want to get Blake Harris on to go through the legal part of it, and you can hang on for that. Now, Blake Harris Law, you can actually call him directly at any time, 833-ASK. Blake, 833-ASK-BLAKE, BlakeHarrisLaw.com. He's our expert. But, Suze, let's try to get Blake on real quick. Hold on, Zach, and we'll get get a hold of him. Daryl, what's going on with you? Hi, Daryl. I'm Tom Martino. What's happening? Yeah, Tom, my name's Daryl. But yeah. anyway, uh, I have a mailbox problem. Our mailman broke the lock on our mailbox. It's like community mailbox. There's like... 48 uh, apartments. Yeah. Now, when you say he broke the lock, is the back door where he he loads mail? No, it's the front door. It's got two doors that swing out, you know what I mean? And then the mailman puts them in those spots. But you have access to your box, but he can't load mail. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Eight, uh, you know, we got four vets are dying of cancer. And let me get this straight. They're going to make you go to the post office until they get it fixed. Yeah, and then we got five up with walkers. You know how impossible it is to walk up Capitol Hill. Did he break the walker? key? Did he break the key in that mailbox? Yeah, I talked to our uh, maintenance guy, and he said, "Yeah, the mailman's got to take care of that. He broke the key in it." Yeah. Guess what? Um, it, it, and it's a congregate mailbox. And here's the problem. Um, you can't hire a private locksmith or anyone because they need to do it. And this sucks. In fact, we got a call on this last week, and I'm wondering if it's the same one. They told them it could be a month or or longer before they get to it. Yeah, that's what they told me because I made three trips up to that post office, and they said it might be two months. But these veterans get their medicine through the mail from the VA out there on the— no, it's way out there in a roar. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So they're saying, listen, you know, it's really strange that, that they that you they're the ones that do it. And then, but how else? See, I don't even know how else they would do it. I don't know how else other than telling you go pick up your mail. I don't know what else they can do as far as fixing it. I mean, they can. I I, I think they should be able to call a locksmith and have it done in a day. So what I'd like to do is have Deputy Doc call over to the Postmaster or call over to Media Relations and maybe light a fire there. I mean, you have too many people. Light a fire. You have too many people there depending on the post office, and I think we can do it. I think that we can speak to them and get them to send a locksmith over. I think I really do. Now, maybe not, but right. I don't see why not. Hold on. 303-713-8255. Yeah, it's, you know, the post office, let's put it this way, they're not quick to to jump through hoops and to help people. But when you're talking about veterans getting medication through the mail and they can't get it, they have to go to the post office and they're disabled. Yeah, it does. Mike, what's going on with you, Mike? What's happening? Hi, this is Mike. Um, I had a question about timeshares. Uh, I've heard you talk in the past about timeshares and trying to get out of those. Yes. Um, Mine involves my parents. Um, uh, They bought into a timeshare in Hawaii. Oh, probably about 20-plus years ago. 
Um, they thought it was a great idea because they were going to pass it along to their children. Yeah, which um, is a... Here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible idea. Did they, have, did they um, actually so, use it during their lives? Um, so they've used it a couple times. Um, they actually took, once uh, uh, I married my wife, um, they took us there um, once. And then right now, it's just probably like a lot of stories you hear. They just bang yeah. points because they can't use it. Let's and, put it this way. It's the um, most expensive vacation you'll ever take there. They suck. Here's make a long story exactly. short. What do you, did your parents die? No, no. So they came out to visit um, just this past week and, uh, divulged some more information about timeshares. Apparently, they got rid of that one and rolled it into another timeshare. Oh God! Um, my, I know. So it just gets worse. Yeah, it um, does. So I just, I just let my dad talk and tell him, tell me, you know, whatever he wanted to tell. Um, and he said that they took fifty grand out of a retirement fund, oh, and no. they also took uh, thirty thousand dollars line of credit on their home that was already paid off. So they're in it for about $180,000 now, and I'm extremely Now, do they have a mortgage on it as well? Hold on. Do they have a mortgage on it as well, or do they just have the the 180 basis? The 180 basis. Okay, well, okay. Uh, So now what? So now I'm trying to figure out, one, I was going to have a conversation with them today to see if I can, like, look at the details of their contract. (laughs) Of course, it's going to be a very touchy situation. Well, um, I'll, I'll bet you one thing. I'll bet you that the timeshare company took care of themselves, and I'll bet you it's legal now, whether or not they want to stick to it. Yeah. If you want to try to get your parents out of it, here's the bad news: yeah. usually, getting out of a timeshare does not mean getting your money back. It means releasing you oh, from no, yeah. releasing you from yep. future obligations, and there could be a ton yep. of future obligations. Now, when I say heirs cannot be strapped with the debt, let me let me clarify that. They can't be strapped with ongoing debt, but here's one thing that could happen. When someone dies, their obligation goes with them, okay? So it's done. Now, now. However, any debt accumulated to that point by the timeshare company, whether it be assessments or taxes or dues, they can come after the estate to be paid before assets are distributed. Now, once they're paid, they can't keep coming after a dead person or the heirs, but they can come after them for anything that accumulated. I would recommend that your parents try to get out of it because they have so much of a basis into it. The company may Uh just let them out of it, but you should check with the Finn law group. Now, did you say he's coming on the air? Yes. After the break time, All right, let's figure out what he does with uh, condos paid in full. Did you know the guys at Compass do an insurance checkup for me every year? They check my homeowners, my automotive, and find me the best coverage at the absolute best price. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. One name is above all when buying or selling your home. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com with Remax Alliance. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino here. Frank Duran, the real estate man. Free market valuations of your home for the asking. All you have to do is say, Frank, can you evaluate my home and tell me what value my home? I mean, tell me what it will cost or what it will sell for. And he'll tell you, not based on an appraisal, not based on online printing, but what he thinks it will sell for based on 27 years of experience. It's very valuable. 303-920-1622. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com. 
Now, Mike wants to get rid of a timeshare. Well, he doesn't know if he wants to get rid of it. I don't know if he has a choice. His parents bought one. And Mike Finn is with us. Mike is with the Finn Law Group on our referral list at referralist.com. The Finn Law Group has been successful where and getting people out of uh, timeshares. And by the way, he's not one of these lead aggregate companies where he gathers a bunch of names, takes money up front, and then goes out of business. We've seen enough of them. Um, this is a, a real law firm with real lawyers that really take on your case and help you. Mike, I don't know if you've ever handled this before, where people paid in full. These, these people are into this timeshare, I can't believe it, for $180,000. Mike, what do they get for $180,000, sir? What do they get for that? Not very much, Tom. When you when you consider uh, how how much you can actually use something like that, they probably would have been uh, better off uh, buying a vacation home uh, at the seashore or in the or, or, or just banking the money and using it whenever they want. Mike, Mike, call her, Mike. What, what did your parents, yeah. what does the contract say? What do they get? Uh, well, that I'm unsure of because they, they haven't been totally straight up front with me. Like I said, they've uh, just in the past probably five years re-upped from that initial $100,000 investment to another 80000 on top of that. So I, I have no idea what I'm going to uncover. Um, that's why I was do, you know who the, do you know who the developer is? Uh, they say it's through Wyndham. Wyndham Are... is, the, is who they... Okay, did they ask you to look at it? Is that why you're doing this? No, so I'm doing it to look out for myself and my family and my sibling as well. Well, um, okay, we but they be... have to agree to it. You can't go looking no, through. No, totally okay. understand that. Yep. Well, do they agree to you looking into this? So, and I'm going to have that conversation. I was just calling just to kind of get my ducks in a row uh, to get some advice prior to me calling them okay and let's talk to, to the about it. Uh, uh, mike finn finn law group we'll give you that number before we're done uh do you know about wyndham and what they usually deal with mike wyndham is the is the biggest uh uh timeshare organization um that there is uh and i'm not surprised that over the years uh mike's parents could have acquired a hundred and eighty thousand uh, the last purchase is that absolutely makes no sense. Obviously, eighty thousand dollars for people Mike's uh, parents' age right. uh, that can only take limited vacations anyway. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, but to, yeah. to answer uh, Mike's uh, uh, inquiry directly, they, he or his parents or or them acting in concert with each other can definitely call me and we can talk about the difficulty of getting out of something like that, it probably is going to be less difficult than if they owed a balance, if they've already paid everything off, and if they're willing to accept the fact that they probably won't get any money back from Wyndham, and they're walking away from a, a, a tremendous amount of money, um, it may not be diff as difficult uh, for Wyndham to want to give it up. Uh, what we would, of course, do is make sure that no more payments were made uh, with uh, if the clients were comfortable with that, uh, because they'll you need an incentive to get them to to the bargaining table uh, to to let you go, uh, and that's one of the major yeah. incentives. Do you know what their yearly maintenance called. fee is? Caller Mike. Um, so they're yeah. Well, they're this is just what what they've told me. So like I said, I, I take it with a grain of salt. Um, Seven hundred dollars a month is what they're paying in maintenance yeah. fees. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. 
180 grand into it and they're yep. still paying yep. se- Oh my god. $700 a month. Tom, Tom, they, Tom, the more is. the more they buy the bigger the maintenance fees are. That should not yep. be a big surprise. $700 a month. Oh, did they think, let me ask you something, when they talked about this, Mike, did they talk about it as if it was a great thing they did? Oh, of course. They're doing it. I mean, they're they're just puppets of the timeshare people. Um, my wife and I, once when they took us to Hawaii to use the timeshare, they, of course, went and heard another timeshare involvement. And we were sitting a, a couple tables away from them because, my parents thought it would be a good idea for us to go there and listen to it as well. Me being a 22-year-old, newly married couple, you know, naive, you know, we knew better than to buy into that. One, we didn't have the money to. But even the timeshare gentleman that we were speaking to said, watch, your parents are going to, they're going to re-up. They're going to buy some more into this. And no longer than 20 minutes later, they rang a bell and said, congratulations, Mr. And Mrs. Um, you know, you're, you're, you've, uh, you know, joined the platinum membership. Or oh whatever. my I God. What it was called. So they, they, and that's the frustrating part for me is they do it with a good heart, but it's hey. to any common sense person. It's what did your dad do for a living? So, so he, he works in the ministry. Um, okay. he's a song evangelist. Okay. Um, so there, it's not like we're coming from no, wealth I know. by any means. I know. Um, and my mom's a retired school teacher, so it's uh, uh. the income's not there. I mean, they're seventy-five years old. Um, we don't want to be strapped with anything um, deed-wise, like passing along to me, having to pay the maintenance fees, seven hundred dollars a month. Like with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I would... The best case scenario for me is they lose their money, they um, quit paying seven hundred dollars a month, and they're done with it. They, you know, yeah. But if they wa- if they don't the want to do that, but, if they use it and they don't want to walk away, you can't make them. Yeah, I know that's that's the toughest discussion that I'm going to have to have with them. But we don't want it. My brother and I. Can't yeah, but you don't it. have to take it. At the time, the estates do whatever accumulated debt there is. You would have to pay it before distributing assets. But they can't force you to take an ongoing commitment individually. And that, and that's with the with the maintenance fees and everything. With everything, you don't have to take them over. You don't have to take anything over. So how does that look that's, like? That's true. How, Mike. how do we that's give true. it back to them? Mike, uh, at the time of death, if there was some accumulated bills and debts, they might have to pay them. Then what do they do so they never get bothered again? 
Well, if his parents pass on, um, the 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 resort, as you point out, can't pursue the heirs um, if the heirs don't step up and say, well, I want it next. I think this is a great deal, as long as that doesn't happen. To your point, Tom, uh, Wyndham will not pursue it. Uh, and I would recommend that it just stay in the estate and not be uh, not yeah. nobody uh, distribute it out. And Wyndham ultimately will foreclose and get the title back right. uh, through a foreclosure proceeding. So, uh, it, but the the issue is is it's a shame for your parents, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's a shame for your parents to continue to pay money while they're still alive. Yeah. And if one and yeah. if one predeceases the other, well, there's going to be an awful lot of pressure on that person. And every time. He or she goes. They're going to try to sell them more. Yeah, and, and that's always my, my that's my wife's biggest fear is we could resolve this, and she says, you know, they could live another twenty years, you know, for all intents purposes, and they could buy another one because let, let me their suggest, minds are going su- south. That's you know, right. The older let they me get. suggest a, let me suggest a three way call uh, with with your parents. Talk to them and say, look, we've got an attorney. Uh, that thinks he can, can persuade you that continuing with your timeshare obligation may not be a very good idea. Um, and uh, if you'd like to talk to him, it's a free consultation. I'll be on the line with you to make sure uh, this guy is, you know, is, is well known. He does This is what he does for a living. And we can all chat about it and see if we can get them to, to agree uh, that this doesn't make sense anymore and that the kids don't want it. And for goodness sakes, for that $8,400 a yep. year, they can take yep. some pretty nice vacations while they still can. I, I know. Now, I listen, know. here's the thing, Mike. I'm going to give you the number for Finn Law Group. You should call them or anyone strapped with a timeshare, okay? It's 855-346-6529. That's 855-346-6529. Finn Law Group also at referralist.com. Don't automatically renew insurance ever. You could be paying way too much. Get free comparisons on all your policies. No obligation insurance checkup. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran will show you how to time, position, and bracket your contract. This protects your best interest and helps you net more money on the sale of your home. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Tom Martino, waterpros.net, for the best water systems at the lowest prices, bar none. Yeah, you can get drinking water at your kitchen or anywhere you want it, really, bar or whatever. And you can get that where a triple filter, reverse osmosis, it's operated and powered by the water itself, so no wiring required. Under $1,000 fully installed. Never buy bottled water again. Waterpros.net. All right, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Zach, we're going to get on a Blake Harris afternoon, but we're going to tell you right now some information he relayed to us. If you are one of the few heirs and you want to take control, it's best for you to open probate. You're not required to distribute anything at all or do anything you can't take money, however, if bills are owed. Do you know anything about the financial status of your father, your biological dad? I have absolutely no idea, except for his brother told me that he won a settlement against the city 
that he resides in and might have, you know, a few. Okay. If you're going to take the money, which you're entitled to, and without a will, it goes to his wife, without a wife, his, his kids, and without kids' siblings, it's an automatic, you know, you don't even have to fight anybody unless they fight you saying, well, he told me or he wrote me this note. Do you think that'll happen? Uh, probably because he was a shysty person that surrounded himself with a similar sort. And that's all I'm trying to do is step in so these folks can't take that money. Okay, so you step in, you open probate, and we're going to give you directions when uh, when Blake Harris calls. But uh, you step in, open probate, pay off or advertise, pay off bills that are legit, and then take the rest. And I don't think you have to give it to anyone if you're the only heir. Now, um, do you have brothers? No siblings that I'm aware of. Okay. Suze, I gave him the basics, so we'll get him back on when uh, Blake Harris Law is available. That's 833-ASK-BLAKE for anyone else. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. I'm Tom Martino. What's going on, Michael? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to know if you had any uh, advice on... Um, I, I recently had to go through court and and um, there was a judgment against me, and I, I own a house. And, there was um, a judgment. Know, what was the judgment for? Uh, 22000 Did you pay it? Uh, no, it was just uh, in the last few weeks, and I don't know what okay. the process what is. is it for? How did they get a judgment without you going there and fighting it? Was it a default judgment? Oh, you went and fought it. Who, who was collecting Yeah. Uh, just a private person. Uh, okay, just but hired an attorney, and it was a civil can, matter. But, but can you tell me what it is? I mean, it's it, without giving names, no one will know. Can you tell me so I, then then I know which direction to send you? So you sure, were like what you were sued. Yeah, you were sued. Yes. For what? Yes. Uh, uh, just for uh, helping someone store a vehicle, and then somehow they found me liable. For, for, uh, for. Well, I was gone when they started asking for it back. Asking for it okay, back. I was so gone. did you store the vehicle with the owner's consent? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you stored a vehicle, but then they said you were negligent. Right. Yeah. So the owner, was he paying you for this? They were supposed to, yeah. But, but in the end, they didn't pay me hardly any. Okay, sued uh, for damage. Got it. I got it. Now, how much damage did they say you made? Like twenty grand? Did you say? Well, um, they actually gave them a full value of the vehicle plus attorney's fees. Oh my God! Wait a minute. Did he have an attorney or she? Yeah. And I, I couldn't get an attorney because it was right over Christmas. Nobody would. So you the went to court. When they first... You went to court and they beat you up. Yeah, yeah, I took advantage of me. Yeah, I, yeah. Whoa! I and so now you have a judgment against you uh, for twenty thousand or what? Yeah, it's like twenty-two thousand with attorney's fees. Okay, okay. Now, what do you want to know? I just want to know what I do next because I. I own a house. Can, it, can they foreclose yes, on they my can. house? Or, and you uh, can't now. Okay. You can't be moving stuff around either because that would be looked at as a fraudulent transfer when it's in and around a lawsuit or a what they call less pendants or something pending or um, an actual judgment. So right now you're frozen in time. You can't get rid of assets. How much equity do you have in your home? 
Oh, like 100. So okay. there's, there's plenty. Well, not really. You have a right to have a certain amount of equity under what's called the homestead exemption. They would have to put it on. Now, they can put a lien on your home and just wait. They don't have to foreclose. That lien becomes like another mortgage. So, And they can foreclose at any time. They can really go after any assets you have. They can go after a wage garnishment or accounts payable if you're self-employed. Whatever you whatever you have, they can go after. Yes, that because they have a standing judgment. Now, that judgment will last a, a certain number of years. I, I always confu- I get confused, but it's anywhere from six years to 12 to 20. But in any case, they can renew that judgment. So yeah, you have a serious problem. What I find odd is to have negligence with a storage, you have to be grossly negligent. And I have no idea what they accuse you of doing, but it's kind of too late, isn't it? What did they accuse you of doing? Well, when they started the process, I was out of town for work. It doesn't matter. And, um, what are they accusing you of doing? Uh, well, the biggest thing was, I guess, not returning it back when they asked for it because I was out of town. But how did that destroy the vehicle? Where's the vehicle now? If you had to pay for the whole vehicle, you got to keep it, I assume. No, it went back to the no, wait went back to the person. Now, wait a minute. And in the end... They got yeah. the vehicle plus the whole value of the vehicle plus attorney's fees. Makes no sense to me. Something's missing from yeah. your story. Maybe they just no, bought it back as salvaged. Now, what I want to know is, anybody that you ha- oh, did they sorry, say, ahead, they said you obviously completely destroyed the vehicle, right? No, they didn't really say that. You they said got they the got complete. Was- you said they got complete value of the vehicle. What vehicle are we talking about? What is it? Oh, it's an old, and it's an old, it's like a classic car. Like what? Uh, A mid-50s car. Okay, and how much did they say it was worth? Uh, 9,000. Okay, when you pay that nine, you get the spoils. Or did they, (laughs) I don't understand how the hell you get so beat up in court. The judge said you pay them full value of the car plus attorney's fees Plus, they get the car. Is that right? Is that what? You, is that what? Yeah, because the... by the by the time we had the court, that I had already given the car back, so they had possession of the car. But did and, you um, even make a petition, Your Honor, as with insurance or any salvageable? If I pay for it, shouldn't I get it? Yeah. So in the end, I I submitted that request since I had to pay the whole value. Yes. And what, what did he but, say? But I, uh, it was just denied. It, it, if, if there's a way to appeal it, I'd be happy to do how that. How long ago was it? it how like, long ago was this judgment? About it was about uh, three weeks ago. There has to be a reason to appeal in procedure, not because you disagree. You have to have an attorney look it over, but you didn't have the money then. You certainly don't have it now. Well, I couldn't find anyone that would take the case because it was right during Christmas. It was just a when you say they wouldn't take the case, if you have money to put up for retainer, I can find a thousand attorneys that'll be on you like a lap dog. So when you say you can't find an attorney, <laughs> usually, usually what that means is that you didn't have the money to put up for a retainer. Well, if it would if it would help the case, it's well worth the investment. So I would borrow it if I had to. If you got someone, you can I'm talking about I... back when you tried to get an attorney and could not find one. Where were they hiding? 
I don't know. I called a bunch. And, I, you know, and what did you say to them when you called? You mean you couldn't find one attorney open that would take five grand from you in a retainer to represent you? At that time, no. I found a lot of people that would give me a consultation that would charge me for a consultation. That's um, right. I just didn't know where that would go. Okay. But an hour consultation. What's it matter, though? He already screwed up. He yeah, it's already, done. He got the judgment. It's done. You're and right. if you're a W-2 employee, they're going to start snagging money out of your check. For one thing, it's for others listening. Don't ever tell me you can't find an attorney. If it's important, you'll find one. The second thing, can you appeal? You may be able to. I don't know. Appeals are more rare than we think. I would like to ask an attorney for you, since you took the time to call, under what grounds are these kinds of things appealed? So who can we ask? Maybe John Davis. He's a good general practitioner. Or Mark Cranach. One of those attorneys on a referral list. Let's ask, what are the terms? What are the conditions? What are the atmos- What's the atmosphere for appealing? What do We always hear, can you appeal? What do you appeal for? We'll find out. Okay. Time for an insurance checkup. Free, no obligation comparison. Call Compass Insurance. Paying too much? Your coverage at dozens of insurance companies. Find out now. 303-771-HELP. Don't trust your biggest investment to just anyone. Frank is a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Frank and his team are recognized as one of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. I'm Tom Martino, and you hear me talk about uh, Genesis Total Exteriors doing uh, solar. They do GenesisSolarCO.com, and I talk about Mark Shemansky and how much I like him, because I, I really do. And by the way, um, GenesisSolarCO.com, or Genesis Total Exteriors, of course, for his home improvement company. And um, I always tell people, when I stand behind people, I want to hear about them. And Adam had a little bit of a problem. I think it's only fair we have him come on. And, uh, of course, we put a call out to Mark, and I'm sure he'll address it. And, again, no one's perfect. Here's the important thing. It's how they address it. And to sum this up, I just want to sum it up and see if I'm right, Adam. You, you had a solar system. The panels were put on the wrong side of the slope of the roof or something, and, and they had to come back and get it corrected. And they came back and got it corrected. But you're saying that on the side where they installed the panels the first time, you still have holes? They did not patch that? So they have not corrected the problem. Okay. What problem did they not correct? Did they move the panels to the right side, to the correct side? They came by yesterday, Saturday afternoon, and wanted to pull the panels off and put them on the north side. But the problem is I have is with my roof. It's not only the panels, it's all the wiring was ran on the exterior. No, I get it. Yeah. Versus Mm -hmm. in the attic. Okay. So they wanted to patch the hundred holes on my roof, which I'm not okay with. Okay. So what do you want done? Well, I, I was under the impression when I talked to Mark that they were coming to measure just to see if they could, they still don't know whether they could fit the panels on the south side of my roof. And it's abundantly clear that they can. And I just want them to communicate with me what's going on. No, I understand. So what do you, no, I want, I'm asking you though, right now, what do you want? Like the panels, where are they right now? What side? I have five panels that are on the north side of my roof. And they should be. that are on the south side. Okay, so. I was told by Genesis all 30 were going to be on the north side okay. of my roof. Okay, 
Okay, Adam. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, you have five on the north side and 25 on on the south side, is that right? Right, and, and all the conduit is run exterior all the way along it. the north side of I get it, I get it. I want to take one thing at a time, okay, Adam? Yep. Okay. And I there we go. I got to take you right after the break, and Mark Shemansky will talk about it. Now, um, we just need to know what's wrong and what's being done to correct it. It's that simple. I know that, like I said, these things happen. But one thing that we do is talk about them, and that's a, that's good news for you. Because we'll help. 303-713-TALK. More coming up on the Troubleshooter Show. I'm Tom Martino. Ripped off. Bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. We'll come running just as fast as we can. Troubleshooter's gonna help the common man. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hey, I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. This hour brought to you by Renew Home Innovations. You know, Renew Home Innovations, we should say Renew Bath Innovations, showers and tubs, or the combination thereof. Although a lot of people are foregoing that old-fashioned rectangle tub with the shower and the old doors or curtains, and they're going with beautiful new rectangle showers, walk-ins, no thresholds, perimeter drains, grab bars, seats, just custom-made for them. So great for people with disabilities and elderly, but also great for just anyone. They're just beautiful showers. Some with no shower doors, they make a curve. You don't need a door even for extra maintenance. Anyway, Renew Home Innovation, special pricing for veterans, special pricing for seniors. 303-904-2000. They're also on the referral list at referralist.com. Renew Home Innovations. I know them. No supply chain problems. They can start right away. 303-904-2000. Welcome to the show. Now, listen, I want to make something clear here. We have a bunch of stuff going on, and we always attack problems head on. And uh, we we left off with an issue. Adam just said he had Genesis Solar come out. And by the way, thank you, Adam, for calling them. Because, uh, you know, obviously we believe in the contractors that we um, recommend. But I always tell people I want to hear feedback. And Adam said, you know, they put five panels on the north, 25 on the south, and did exterior wiring. The wiring was supposed to be done in the attic. And then come out through the roof. And he said uh, they were supposed to all go on the north side, I think. I'm not sure, but I'm going to talk to him. And then we'll uh, we'll talk to Mark. So, Adam, um, to take one thing at a time, though, um, the 25 that are on the south side, can you just tell me why they were not supposed to be on the south? I just don't know anything about that. They are supposed to be on the south side. It's the five that are on the north side are supposed to be on the south side. Okay, thank you. That clears things up. Thank you. Okay. Do you know why they put five on the north side, Adam? It, it was a miscommunication between Genesis okay. and Okay. Now, next question. Or between Titan and uh, Next Genesis, question. If they move, 
Is there room for those five extra panels that are on the north to be moved to the south? The people that were there on Saturday that showed up late said they could easily fit six more okay. on. Okay. Adam, Adam, so I need, man, I I know you want to vent, 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 and I'll let you, but I need information first. So the five will fit on the south side. Yes. Okay. Next thing, the wiring that was put on the outside, you say, are you sure it was discussed that it goes on the inside for aesthetic purposes? It was, see, that's where a lot of the miscommunication is. It was originally discussed with me and Genesis at the beginning when Titan sent people over to my house. They spent two hours in the attic measuring it, and at no point did anybody ever tell me it was going on the outside. Okay, got it. it Got it. So it was communicated. You wanted it on the inside, and it went on the outside, and I assume you wanted it on the inside because it looks better. Correct. Okay. All right. So... What solution was proposed to you, if any? So that's the biggest problem is twice now, Mark Shemansky has told me that they were going to show up at my house to address the problem. The first time, they didn't even show up that day at all. I, had, I, had, I took the okay. day off of work. And they came the next day. Okay. The second time was on Saturday when I explained to Mark that I'm normally not home on the weekend. I would bring okay, around. Okay, what? Proposed what were, solutions, Adam, were proposed, they and have did not you? Proposed any okay, so everything now is still the same. You have outside wiring, and you have five panels on one side and twenty-five on another. Correct. Okay, now that's what I want to know. Now I understand. In addition to that, you're saying there was a lack of communication and appointments not kept. And I can hear that you're very frustrated. I understand that, Adam. My goal here is to find out what happened and move on and get you get it corrected, right? That's what you want, right? That's correct. Okay, cool. Open cool. communication. Cool. Got it. And you know what? Seriously. No one's perfect. And I got to tell you, though, I, we don't get complaints about Genesis, but let's talk about it, Mark. I mean, um, you're, uh, he's, he's on here. He'll face it. So, Mark, what went, what went down with this job? Well, I think pretty much, you know, Adam is correct is what he's saying. And uh, Titan is our, our installer. And uh, the, the first installer that came out installed them not to the optimum size on the, on the south side of the roof. Right. Um, and in fact, our original drawing for his house actually had 30, 29 panels on the south side and still one on the north. I have pictures of that right now on my computer. But anyways, I guess they came back on Saturday. I have yet to talk to Randy. That's my... But, but you can do... Here. Let me ask you this, Mark, because this is pretty... I hear the, the three main things. First, he wants those five on the north moved to the south. Second... Right. Correct. He wants the wiring put on the inside. And third, Correct. he doesn't just want his roof patched, whatever he means by that, right, right, Adam? You want it what? It, I mean, it's a year-old year shingled roof. 
I'm not just going to accept them cocking a hundred holes on the. On so the you side. want those? No, we, we, go ahead, Mark. We would not. We would not. We would not just cock cock up a bunch of holes. But we will. We will repair. Adam. Adam, we're talking to Mark now. Adam. Adam. Rather than I. I. I know. I know. I know. There is a tendency with all of us to live in yesterday land. We all do. I'm the same way, Adam. I'd make sure Mark knew every ache and pain I went through but not on the radio right now because he wants to correct it. Now, Adam, if after we talk, if it's not corrected, then we both, we do a chorus. But right now, let's give him a chance. He he says he's not going to patch it. They do roofing. That's one of the things Genesis does. They do roofing. They can fix that roof. Uh, They can move those panels. But, Adam, I can see you're frustrated because what you're, I know what you're thinking right now. Tom, Mark is a good guy, and he'll say anything, and he means it, but he's not communicating it to Titan because I'm hearing two different things. Isn't that what you're thinking, Adam? I'm getting miscommunication. That's right. All groups involved. Okay. So let's just handle it. And instead of having miscommunication, Mark will take the lead on it, and they're going to move the five over to the south where they should be or where you want them. They're going to move the wiring and fix the roof. It, Mark, I mean, are we out of school saying that? Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No, I just, I need to confirm everything with Titan. I have not yet to be able to speak to him this morning. But as soon as I do and I confirm everything, then yes, this is what will happen. We get... If we can really put all six more on that side, then we will now, we will get those on that side and we'll repair the roof properly. Now, Adam, here's what I'd like to do, okay? I'm going to give you to Deputy Doc as your communicate. You can call him directly to give us updates. I'm serious, man. I'm really serious, okay? We're not going to drop this. Suze, let's put him in, in touch with uh, Deputy Doc, okay? And Doc, you can babysit this, right? Let us know the progress. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, Adam, for letting us know. We really mean it. Now, Mark Cranack, attorney at law. Mark, we have a very quick question, just a very quick one, and then we may have to reexamine it. But if I went to court and there's a judgment against me, right? I lost. I lost. Can I appeal it? Uh, Is appeal automatic if I just say I want to appeal, or do you have to have a specific reason? Well, you, you have to have the, the purpose of an appeal, typically, depending on what court you went to, is to address legal issues or legal errors that may have been made at the trial court level. Now, if the original case was litigated in, like, small claims court, you can appeal. And, Let's and find out where it was litigated first. Michael, where was this litigated? County court, I assume? Uh, civil, uh, civil court um, in Douglas County. Okay. It was county court because it was a 20 grand judgment, did you say? Was it district yeah, court or county court? Well, wait, wait. County is limited to what, Mark? How much? She's uh, off the top of my head. I don't know. It used to be, small claims court used to be 15 grand around here. But it it's wasn't been a long small. Time. No, we're talking county court. It's not small claims. It's county court. 
Yeah, I um Okay, I so I think I, I think it's 20 now, I think, or 18 something around there. So here's the bottom line. It might have been district court. Does that make a difference mark when it comes to appealing? Yeah, in in either case, the appeal first of all, the important thing to understand is it has to be filed in a timely manner. Um and if you get a, if the judgment was in district court No, county court limit is 25 now. Okay. All right. District court, you appeal to the court of appeals, and that's a much more involved sort of formal process where you're essentially um, addressing legal issues exclusively. There's a distinction between, you know, legal issues and factual issues. Right. What about what about Um, county court? I think you can appeal from county court. I don't do a lot of work in county court, but I think you can appeal from county court directly to district court. And I believe I'd have to you know look into this a little bit. I believe you can get what's called a de novo review, which is basically another exactly. And and could here here's what I would pick as an error, if you could hold on. I I think I want to pinpoint what I consider an error in judgment. Hold on. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. No long-term contract when listing your home because he's confident you'll be happy with his results. You got teenagers ready to get their driver's license? Young drivers can cost you a fortune on your auto policy. The guys at Compass might be able to save you thousands compared to your current company. Call Compass now. 303-771-HELP. All right, here's what I think is going on. We're talking about appealing decisions in county court. Appeals are not automatic. you got to make an appeal, and they have to usually be based on an error in judgment or an error in law. Michael yeah. Michael was storing uh, – Mark Cranack is our attorney at law. We're running this by. Michael was storing a vehicle. It was an old project vehicle, a 50-something car, whatever. Anyway, the guy sued him because he said he was negligent and – I don't know. So we got a $22,000 judgment, which included, by the way, Mark, full value of the car plus mm-hmm. plus attorney's fees. Now, what I found egregious, in my opinion, is that the judge also allowed the defendant, excuse me, the plaintiff to keep the car. So not only did you pay full value of the car, you didn't get to keep the salvage or the wreckage, plus you had to pay attorney's fees. And I find that crazy. I I mean, I don't know if you can just appeal because you think something's unfair, Mark. Well, you know, you'd really have to go through it with with a fine-tooth comb to come up with issues to, to appeal. But procedurally, let's talk about the procedure because it looks like you have 14 days from the date that the judgment is entered to either do one of two things, file a notice of appeal, and there's a formal procedure, you have to post a bond, uh, and there's other procedural requirements, or within 14 days, you could file in the county court a motion for a new trial. And then you can get back into the county court and pitch your argument. But wait a minute, would you be granted a new trial just for asking? It looks like according to, and I'm I'm looking at uh, 136, 311, section 36, uh, CRS 13611, um, section B, if, yes, you can file a motion for a new trial. It has to be filed within 14 days from the date of the entry of a judgment. So what you're going to do is list in the body of your motion the errors, you know, and then it looks like you can get back into court, and that will apparently extend the time then that you have to file an appeal 
if the motion doesn't go your way. Now, um, or, or or you could just file an appeal. With now, the- it's been more than that, right, Michael? How many days has it been? Yeah, it's been about three weeks. Yeah, so it's probably more than fourteen. Yeah, nor would it have mattered because he doesn't have the twenty-two thousand to put up as the bond. You well, don't have to. Don't know you don't have to put right. up the whole. You don't put I, the whole thing really, up. I think you do. In a bond, I believe you can find a bond company to put it up, and you pay the bond company less. But that's what a bond means. I mean, a bond is a bond. It's an insurance. Well, my point is, he's got to supply twenty-two thousand. If he loses the appeal, the other right. side gets their money instantly. No, they do. It, they they I think do that's get right. I think that's yeah. right. I'm not sure. I'm unsure if you have to post a bond if you file a motion for a new trial. I don't think you, you may not have to. Um, however, it looks like there's a there's a 14 day rule now. Whether there's a possible way around nah, the that, there's two. I think this guy's just throwing bad money after. I mean, good money after bad. This guy's in a hole right now. He's got to get out. But I have no idea why they would allow you to keep the car and get the money for the value of the car, unless they already took into account they reduced it by the salvage amount. I don't know, Michael. Um, but, Michael, you lost, man, and the most expensive thing you did was not have an attorney represent you. So do you have a recommendation on um, maybe some collection attorney or someone that can give me advice? Done, bro. I, 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 here's here's our advice. You're wasting your time, and you're going to spend more money to lose. What do you have to appeal other than you don't like the, the, the judgment? Oh, no, I'm not asking about appealing. I'm just asking, how do I satisfy this oh. without having it go on and get more complicated? Oh, well, uh, you pay it. I mean, they want to be paid. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, there's, the there's, possibly, and... there's possibly some things that can be done um, to, to help you. Was a judgment against you personally, or, or is it against an, a business entity like a corporation that you own? Yes, a personal judgment, yes. All right. Well, you know, it's possible that the matter could be resolved with the other side via a settlement agreement still in terms of like a payment plan. Unless you have a lot of money, uh, Mike. If you're in debt and don't have a lot of money and don't have a lot of income, but you said you had equity. Let's look at it from their uh, from their perspective. They want their money, and now they're going to have to engage if they want to collect the money from you personally post-judgment collection. Right. Which is – which and, is easy so for a guy, everything. easy for a guy with a lot of equity in his home. Well, yeah, I mean that's one of the main, one of the primary uh, methods of post judgment collection is to put a lien on real estate. Yeah, and or, then then foreclose. Then foreclose if they want to. You know, that's. I, I bet they just go if he's W two. I bet they just garnish him. Do you have Could income, you Michael? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office, more than once actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But still, uh, but still, I'm uh, self-employed, so the income is difficult to track. Well, if you have any bank accounts at all with your name on them, they can freeze the assets instantly once they get there. Right. There's no, there's no money in them, but I do, yeah. Okay. So anyway, Michael, seriously, 
Uh, if, you if, need someone to, you know, if you need someone to negotiate a settlement, call Mark, 303-999-3900. But there's no magic here. Well, there is a little magic. If you have some credit card debt and other loans out there. He's got more than $100,000 in equity in his home. Yeah, but what's, what's the safe number there? Seventy-five grand. What's the Mark, do you know what the homestead exemption is if he went bankrupt? Uh, no, you'd have to run that by. Uh, I think back. it's like seventy-five and one fifty. I think. Do you really think? I I think so. Seventy-five for a single guy. So in, that you may not have enough equity for them to go after. Uh, you may not with selling commissions and all of that. I don't know, man. That's really a question for a bankruptcy attorney, and we can talk to a bankruptcy attorney if you'd like. Sue's, if he wants to, we'll get a bankruptcy attorney on to address it. But the or, bottom, or, or at least talk to him and threaten the bankruptcy to. Bring Bring it down, but if you have no cash to pay right now, you have no negotiation strength at all. Yeah, bankruptcy could be an option, by the way. It could be. I know people say, What? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it's there for, for people that can't get out of debt. Now, if you have equity, a certain amount of equity is preserved, right? And that's through a bankruptcy. 75 grand, 105 over 60. Okay. So, Michael. How much is your house truly worth, and what do you owe on it? You have how much equity, really? A hundred? A hundred and fifty? How yeah. much? It's about a hundred, yeah. Now, if you take seventy-five from that, that would be twenty-five thousand. But that's going to be eaten up in in fees and commissions. I don't think that they have enough to take your home in a bankruptcy. I think you'd get to keep your home, but. You need to consult some people about that. And then that debt goes away. I mean, it does. Now, people say, well, it's not fair. I, I didn't make that law. That law is there for people who, um, I'm not talking about engineered it, you know, but I'm talking about it's there for people who can't get out of debt otherwise. Yeah, and you can save a vehicle for 7500 or less. Of, of equity. Yep. You said you're an independent contractor, so I assume you have tools of the trade. You can keep $30,000 worth of your tools. Michael, we have on referral lists, don't we have Wink and Wink? 303-410-1720. Check them out. There's a reason Frank Duran sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell all year. He's a master certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience. Simply put, he'll sell your property for more money. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't pay more than you have to. Free insurance comparisons. Call Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. All right, Frank had some issues with an apartment on Friday we didn't get to for uh, some fire or something happened. It was terrible. Uh, what's going on, Frank? What's happening? Well, today's my birthday. Happy. First of all. No, what's going on, man? 67. 67. What happened was 67. Do you feel, do you feel 67? Do you feel 67? Do I feel it? No, sir. Good. But emotionally, physically, and, What happened um, to you? I don't want to make light of this. No. Did you have a fire? Uh, yes, there was. Caused by a microwave that was slid across my stove in the kitchen by their maintenance guy. That, uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So their maintenance guy caused this fire? 
Yes, sir. How? Um, well, my other, first of all, the apartment that I'm, I was in, I'm on the third floor by the elevator. Okay, I'm a disabled veteran. Okay. So it was, it was very convenient for me to park my truck. It's a 68 Chevy truck. Run the facility, get on the elevator, and and now I had the first door but, on the okay, right. But let's talk, the let's, okay, but let's talk about the fire. How did the maintenance guy cause your fire? Okay, the, the original microwave is, is already installed above the stove. It didn't work. Okay. I get my food. I can I get my food from Angel Heart for my cancer. Okay. All right. What happened was I'm starting. To, I was in there October one. The fire happened on October thirteenth. So the microwave did not. Hold on. I, I I need to get to that part. So the original microwave okay. did not work, and they gave you another one. Yeah, from the day room. You know, just to yeah. Microwave. Okay, so they let you use one on the counter. Well, I didn't get to use it because when he in, when he put it in my unit, uh, due to the fact I did do a work order, he put it in my unit, okay, around 11, 12 o'clock, and then I, what he did was he stood across the elements of the, the stove, pushed it up against the wall, plugged it in, and consequently he turned the oven, he turned the stove on, the elements on. Without knowing, With, uh, by mistake, obviously he. So, so the the stove it was on top of the range, and and it, the, it was turned on and it burned the microwave. Well, it went across those elements and then it was plugged in right there. You right. Know, yeah. Right. Yeah. So so okay, it so. it was sitting on the elements and he turned on the elements. We stood across the elements. What do you mean it's – okay, I keep stove. saying it was on the elements. You keep saying it slid across. It's on the counter next to the stove. Okay, so it was on the counter next to the stove and accidentally slid over, or what happened? Yeah, he, he pushed this thing over the elements and plugged it in right next to the okay, stove. Okay, so it was on no. the elements. No, he's saying it's next to it, but he, like, pushed it over the elements next to the elements, Right. Yeah, and then he, when he hit... When Mark, he Mark, over, Mark. He turned the knobs on. Okay. Where was the microwave sitting when he turned the knobs on? Right right next to the stove. Over the... He pushed it over the elements. Okay, when you say the over right the elements, the are you talking about on top of the elements? <laughs> Yes. I feel like Abbott and Costello, for God's sakes. Okay, it was sitting on the elements of the stove. Like you walk over and you put it on top of the stove. Yes or no? No. Okay, it was near the stove. Near it. Correct. Was it touched? Okay, got it. Was it touching? Was it touching the element? When he pushed it over the elements, Tom. You got that little uh, countertop right there next to your stove. Up against the wall, he plugged it in. When he pushed the microwave over the, the elements. Look, man, Over the elements? What the frick is he talking Over the, over the elements? Do you mean near the elements? He pushed the microwave over the stove to the other side. When he pushed it over the stove, it must have done something to the elements. But it was sitting next to the stove. Okay, got it. Got it. So he oh, damaged. Head right above, got right it. Above it. Then he turned on the elements, and what happened? 
Well, it melted the microwave. Okay, How did it melt the, the microwave? How did it melt the microwave if the microwave wasn't on the elements? Tell me that. Well, it, part of the microwave, when it went over, was on the elements right next to the stove. Okay, so it was it on the element. Like I said there. in the very beginning, after all these guys yeah. said I was wrong, part of the microwave was sitting on top of an element. Not totally on top of the part, of it, <laughs> a tiny part of it, but it melted. Okay, a tiny part of it, and it melted. Now, that tiny part that melted, what happened then? Yeah, it caught on fire. The sprinkler head was right above Got the microwave it. in the kitchen. Okay, and then what happened was that sprinkler head went off. And basically put out after, I don't know. Here's something that I find confusing. Okay, I understand now how the fire started and how the damage started. Here's what I don't understand. Why did the guy turn on the stove elements to begin with? It was accidental. When he shoved it across the stove and when he plugged it in, the elements came on. Was it, do you think he, do you think he hit it by mistake? Yes, it was an accident. Okay, so so when he turned on the element, maybe he brushed across it or something and the knob turned? But why would well, he even leave the out. microwave halfway on the stove? It wasn't. He said just a tiny part was on there. No matter what, it was touching the element. But here's what I want to know. Is it an electric stove? Yes. Okay, so it started on fire and caused damage. Then what? Well, then the sprinkler head went off. I, I just moved in. Okay, I have antiques. 1935, 1900, 1914. So I'm sure it's worth um, thousands and thousands, right? All your stuff? you lost in contents? What happened was Frank, the stuff. Frank, how much, okay, how much? Th that's a number. How much? Oh, God, my 1900 Thomas Edison Victrola is wasted because after they moved it illegally. I don't, I, don't, I don't doubt if you truly had antiques, I am asking you, how much did you lose? Well, I'd say 20000 Okay. Now, you're a disabled veteran, you said? Yes, sir. Living in a, an apartment with $20,000 worth of valuables that were not insured. You said you called, but they had to come and assess them first, right? Um, fire department. I got the fire department uh, report, the police department. Okay. Police, now, uh, where are you living right now, Frank? That's what's important. Where are you living right now? In, in building C. This happened in building A. Okay. Did they move you to another apartment? Yes. Sir. Did they take responsibility yes. for this, sir? <laughs> no, sir. What are they saying happened? The company that came in and moved my stuff on a Thursday and a Friday because the fire hey, happened Frank, on Wednesday. Hey, Frank, okay, listen, bro. I know you want to tell stories, and I'll let you, but I need answers first. You see, answers first, stories later. So here's what I'm going to ask again. What did the apartment house say happened? Do they say, oh, our maintenance guy screwed up, 
or did they say, Frank, you screwed up, or did they say nothing? No, they said the, the fire department said that they this was caused by an accident by their maintenance guy. Okay, how do, how would the fire department know it was caused by the maintenance guy? Because he had to give a statement. But how would the okay? So the so the maintenance guy gave a statement to the fireman. Yes, sir. And the maintenance guy ad, I, the maintenance guy admitted putting the microwave near the burner. Yes, sir. And Good. It in. Good. Then then you're 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 going to be uh, in all right because they already admitted it. Hold on. Well, maybe not to the tune of twenty. Find a home, get a deal. Yes, even in this market. But you need Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, REMAX Alliance. If you haven't compared prices on homeowner's insurance in a while, it's time you did. You might not have the coverage you need, and you're most likely paying too much. Call Compass Insurance and save now. 303-771-HELP. I'm... Tom Martino, you're a troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Sam, let's talk about your um, hotel refund. And Frank, we haven't forgotten about you. Hold on, Frank. We're trying to get a hold of one of our attorneys to talk about this. Uh, Sam, what's going on? Okay, uh, thanks for taking my my call, Tom. Uh, Way back in October, I had scheduled a hotel stay at the Treasure Island in uh, Las Vegas. We were going out there for a baseball tournament. Well, it come down that I ended up getting sick. Uh-oh. And so my wife so my wife calls to cancel our hotel. It depends on their policy, man. What I don't know what their policy is. Well, here's here's what I'm looking at. And I'm more than sure I'm how much I, I okay, first of all, tell me the reservation was for what date? Uh October. Let me turn this page. October over. of what year? Just this last past October. October 2021. The check-in was October 28th. Of 21. Through, through, yes, through November the 1st. Okay, now, what happened? When did you call to cancel? Called to cancel the day before we were supposed to be there. Oh, man. Okay, so what's their policy? Well, this is what, this is what they told my wife. I... Hello? Okay, he, Sam. Well, I hope you call back, Sam. But no. here's the thing, man. I, I I don't know of any hotel that lets you cancel the day before. I, I can't imagine Treasure Island on a Wednesday or on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday was more than fifty bucks. I mean, I, I wonder how much he's talking here. Well, Unless he's talking about the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth. Let's see, how many days would that be? I don't know how many. It's the middle of the week in thirty thirty one. Okay. Uh, so it's 1, 29, 30, 31, 1. Five days. So five days. I don't know. But, but I mean, still, they have a cancellation policy. Uh, and he might have to pay for one or two of them. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Find out what the cancellation policy is for Treasure Island in Vegas. If you're listening, man, call back, Sam. I'm sorry. You know I did not. I going to say. I bet he didn't book it through TI. Uh, that's another thing. It doesn't matter. They, oh man, that's still B. What's going on with you, B? Welcome. What's happening, B? Uh, good morning. Uh, thank you. Yes, uh, B. I wanted to know. We owe a hundred and uh, little under one hundred seventy thousand on our 
rental property, and we're planning on keeping that for a lifetime. Um, now, when you say for a lifetime, was, are you going to convert it to a primary residence or keep it as a rental? Eventually, yes. And uh, eventually, gonna you're going to convert it to your pro- to your residence. Yes. Okay. And we're going to leave off to our- right now. We're wondering. We're making a mortgage payment of eight hundred eighteen dollars, but like. Five hundred and something of that is going to just interest only. That's right. Yeah. And we we were wondering if it would make sense to take the money from our annuity, pay that house off. Well, let's do the math. How much is your How much is your annuity earning you? Uh, like one point one point six. It does it have an income component? No. Well, it's an annuity paying 1.6. Yeah, it's in a conservative okay. uh, right now because my husband is retired. So I got we it. converted it to conservative. Okay, so 1.6%. And how much are you paying on your rental property interest? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, 4%. Okay, so you're making money. If you pay it off, you're going you're gonna to save that extra you know, three percent or two point something percent. Yeah, it's in the math. So yeah. you take if you're taking yeah. uh, money you're not making much with and pay off money mm-hmm. you're paying more with. That yeah, you'll mm-hmm. it, it's. But she is going to have. I mean, the closing costs are probably going to be five plus grand. On what, Mark? Oh, she's pulling it just out of the annuity and paying it and paying it off. She already yeah. owns the rental well, property. There's no closing you know, costs. Here's, here's my thought. Uh, because 20% of that goes to the feds, and then about 4.64 or 4.63 goes to the state of Colorado. Not necessarily, okay? Hold on. Okay, you really have to figure that right, and most people don't. We'll come back to you and more. Yeah. Ripped off, bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hi, Tom Martino, your Troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Waterpros.net, you heard me talk about never buy bottled water again. Well, guess what? It's true, and it's under $1,000 to have a faucet installed with wonderful water. No electricity. It uses water pressure. It's wonderful. Reverse osmosis, triple filter, and under $1,000 fully installed by master plumbers. Here's the deal. Here's another thing. A whole house system under two grand. 303-862-5554. 303-862-5554. Let's keep going here, people. Let's talk about your life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness with... Um, Frank, I want to go back to the hotel. I want to go back to and the annuities. We have all a bunch of stuff hanging here. Okay. 
First, the hotel thing is easy because he, he dropped off. I want to go back to him. So Sam said they made a reservation. And again, you know, here's what we try to do. We try not to waste time on things that are lost causes. However, there are always hooks where we can help people. Not always. Sometimes hooks where we can help people we try. What he said was he made a hotel reservation uh, for last year. It was October through November 1st, October 28th. So five days, the 28th through the 1st. They called the day before to cancel. And I said, well, what's the policy of the hotel? Well, we found out the policy of the hotel. It's in writing. The most they're going to charge is one night. So, Sam, what happened to you? Okay, I guess he's not back. So, Sam, we'll just hope you can work out your phone someday. All right, let's talk to Frank. Frank, listen. Um, yes, sir. Right now, uh, we got to the point where there was a fire. You moved to another apartment because uh, of this maintenance man uh, admitted that he moved the microwave too close to the burner. He admitted that to the fire people and said it must have started a fire. So now what's going on? Okay, this is where the fun starts. Um, they haven't okay, they haven't taken responsibility for, for all any of this. Number one Wait, wait, you I said the maintenance into- man though had an interview with the fire department and admitted doing it. Okay, but now we have I'm with the Volunteers of America. Okay. What does that have to do with the that, maintenance man admitting to this? Okay. Well, they have not taken responsibility of moving me, moving oh, my belongings. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. What happened was ha- Thursday and Friday, I'm in the hotel. Yeah. For Marriott on 120th. Okay. You're talking about hotels? I was in the Marriott on 6th and Spear for a year. I get this apartment. This happens. Then all my antiques are in this unit now right. being moved illegally yeah. without my permission. I never signed a contract. They never did inventory. Right. They moved my stuff down to 315. Okay. I'm in 310. Okay. They left stuff in 310. They left belongings in 315, and they moved my stuff now down to Holly and I-70, a warehouse that's supposed to wash all my clothes and take care of my stuff. Yeah. I said, well, why why didn't you just leave my stuff in 315, clean the carpet, paint it? No. This went on from the 13th to the end of the month. So to not in another building to a... What are you calling about today? Frank, I've heard every aspect of this, and I still don't know what you're calling about. Okay, I want to move back to my unit. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I, want to, I want to move back to my unit. You want to be back near because there. it's near the elevator and you're disabled and all of that. So they won't. They is it repaired? By the way. Yes, it's done. And the, and the lady above me here, I submitted paperwork. Is is she's gone? She's out there. They knew this. Will they she let you? Will they let you move back into your unit? This is a problem. They won't get back in touch with me. They are just putting all this on hold because today's rent. I got a five day grace period. I don't really. I want are to you, here cause like five Frank? Are you yeah. living in another apartment in the same complex right now? I'm in building C, yes, sir. Okay, so they're providing you another apartment until yours is ready, or do they expect you to live in that other apartment from now on? Well, this is the problem. I signed a year's lease at three ten. Okay. They forced me to sign. They forced me to sign this lease. They took me out of the hotel. Said they're going to bring my stuff up to two hundred seven. Okay. So I'm asking. I'm going to ask again, Frank. According to them, do they expect you to live in this other this other apartment 
not the original, the other apartment from now on. I, I can't get an answer for that because they say I can't go back to my unit. And I, and I okay. don't answer why. So are they expecting you to stay in this one or are they going to give you yet another one? He said he signed a lease on the new one for a year. I heard him say that, but I can't ever well, clarify they, they, with Frank they, they, they exactly where we stand, Mark. So forgive me if I'm clarifying things because before I give this over to somebody to work on, I want to make sure we have this straight. Because we have more than one issue. First, you're claiming about $20,000 worth of property damage. Then you're claiming you want to get back to your apartment and they have you in another one, but you signed a lease in the new apartment. Is that right? Well, I signed a lease, yes, but okay. I didn't sign it. Um, I was forced to sign it let's okay. say that, because there was another unit open. Frank, okay. They, they knew the lady upstairs. Frank? You signed. You signed it. I, I listen. I, I will get into the forcing part. They're not going to say you were forced to sign it. Oh yeah, they took me out of the hotel. Okay, they said, Come they're over here, Frank. You-, you know what? We're done. I'm going to have somebody work on this off the air because you you are so screwed up in how you tell your stories. I really can't get one thing or another out of you. They're going to admit. Let me get it straight now. They're going to admit, you said, that they forced you to sign it. Is that is that what you're saying, Frank? They will admit they started the fire. That's one. And number two, they're going to admit that they forced you to sign that second lease, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, then you have nothing to worry about because guess what? If they forced you to sign the lease, it's not enforceable. And if they if they admit to the fire, they have to pay you for your damages. So, Deputy Doc, how about this? They admit everything. So just call the apartment house and tell them that they have to move him back to his original apartment since they admitted they forced him into the second one. And... They admitted they caused the fire. They owe him damages for a a, a true assessment. I don't know what that assessment is going to be, Frank. But since you said they admit the important things, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Nothing. Nothing at all. They probably did admit the the fire because they paid for the hotel and put him in another place. Yeah. Well, okay. And now they're admitting that they forced him to sign a lease. I never believe. No, but he said they'll admit it. Uh, look, at, I'm not arguing with people anymore. I'm going to take them at their word. We're going to call the apartment and, and, and lay it on the line. That's what we're going to do. Now I'm going to talk to Blake Harris, attorney at law, who is BlakeHarrisLaw.com. Blake Harris, by the way, is an estate planning attorney. What he does is he answers your questions at 833-ASK-BLAKE, and we always ask him questions. He really does. He answers your questions, and then he'll charge you flat rates for whatever he does for you. So, Blake, we have a question for you. I'm going to make believe I'm calling 833-ASK-BLAKE. All right, Blake, um, let's take on uh, Zach here. And Zach said, Zach said he has no siblings. His biological father died. His biological father was not married. His biological father has a brother. His biological father probably has some money. Maybe lots of it. He doesn't know what debt he has. So, Blake, can he open probate? Where did he die, Zach? In Trinidad, Colorado. Can he open probate, Blake? Uh, One more question. Did your dad have a will that you know of? Not that I know of, and the brother said that nobody seems to have located one as of yet. So, listen to this, Blake. He wants to go open probate. Where does he do it? In the county 
where your father last resided. So Trinidad, you can open probate there. Then, when he opens probate, then, how does he find out where money, money is? Then the question becomes, is there any money? So, yes, you can definitely open, open up probate. Is it going to be fruitful? I don't know. You're going to have to do a paper chase. If you, if you know of any real estate, uh, you, can, you can sell or liquidate the real estate. You can also hire somebody to do a deed search to see if there's any property, uh, any real estate that's owned by, by, your, by your dad. What about if bank you know accounts? Bank- How does he find out about bank accounts? Yeah, bank accounts is my question. Can- I know he doesn't, didn't own any property, but I am told that he has a few settlements that he's won over the years. Blank, can you blanket, Blake Harris, can you blanket banks in the area saying, did my father have any money here? You can once, once appointed as personal representative. You can also get a copy of his tax returns to see if maybe there's an interest payment from a, from a bank, or you can hire a private investigator. So when you become a personal representative and you open the probate, you basically have the same rights as him asking about stuff. Exactly. There is no national database that is available to the public of what all assets an individual up. So it does require some exploratory work. Well, I have, I have another wrinkle. So my biological father was just a straight crook and tried to do a lot of very terrible things to me as a child. So my mom remarried and moved away, and my whole identity and everything was changed. So what do I need to do to prove I am his biological son because there's no record of it any longer? You know, he, he's not on your he's not on your birth certificate. No, my mom when she remarried. Her new husband adopted me. Yeah, and they and often is, they uh, they put you on the birth. That's right. That's what they do with adopted parents now. Yeah. Yep. So, you're, I mean, I don't. You're, you're, go ahead. You're going to need some paper, some proof for the court. It, it doesn't necessarily need to be great proof, but you're going to need to so have have some have something in writing. Uh, there's a good chance that nobody's going to come in and argue with what you submit. Is your mom around? Oh, absolutely. Well, your mom will, and so will your uh, his brother. His brother acknowledges you. Absolutely. Yeah, so get some notes from them, right, Blake? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the court is going to swallow that, um, just having people people sign off. But if you can show that the birth certificate was changed, um, if, you can, if you can pull up that paperwork, that might, that might help. The um, adoption paperwork. I, would the adoption paperwork have the other father on there? It, it doesn't. Um, it's a whole convoluted thing. All right, I mean, we, like, we, we have to hold on. We have to take this break. I'm sorry. Hold on. Time for a little troubleshooter trivia. Who does Mark Major and Tom Martino use anytime they buy property in Colorado? Who sells more homes in a month than most realtors sell in a year? And who's a certified negotiation expert with over 26 years experience? You know the answer. Frank Duran with Remax Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Don't ever trust a cowboy with clean boots, a plumber with clean hands, or insurance with no comparisons. Free insurance checkups. Call Compass Insurance. Home and Auto 303 303- 771 help. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303 713 talk, 713 8255. Blake Harris, attorney at law, Blake Okay, bottom line is this um, he has to prove he's a, sip, a, a, a son uh, to open probate. Um, Blake, it, it, that's essential, right? 
Yes, yes. I mean, or if dad owed him money, he could open it up as a creditor of the estate. Right. But no one, a stranger just can't come in and open up unless they have standing. What gives them standing is either their their um, place in succession, husband, wife, um, brother, sibling, um, whatever, uh, or son or daughter. What's or a creditor? Beneficiary or, or, or a creditor. Right. But even if you open a creditor, you're still going to have to prove at some point that you are a beneficiary if you want to receive the inheritance. Sure, sure. Beyond whatever debt you're owed. So what um, what would you do, in Zach? What would you advise Zach if he came to you? Since there's no physical proof, he's the son. You can't well, do I DNA. Can't you can't do DNA testing with a corpse? Corpse? Can you? I mean, is that out of the ordinary? Um. Yeah. That may be possible. Um. But but I. But I I haven't. We haven't had to do that before. Um, but DNA testing may be possible. I would expect that's going to cost you a, a, a bit of money, and not even know. I would go ahead and hire a private investigator first, if there's even any accounts out there. Um, also, if you can come up with, you know, if you can look into the adoption to see whether or not you can show that he was your biological father, that would be the next. That would be the next step. But before I would take him on as a client. I would want him to show – he would have to supply the paperwork that we'd be submitted to the court because I wouldn't want to start a case that wasn't going to shake out to anything. Well, I have an original birth certificate, if that would work. Oh, I just don't know that I have the link between the two of my new birth certificate. You with, don't need it. I changed my name and everything. Oh, wait. You changed – oh, your last name you changed. First name – Middle name, last name, new social security number, like Tom. My entire identity was shifted. Well, I'm starting. I'm starting to doubt you are his son, by the way, and I'm I'm listening to you. No, no, I'm serious. What? What? And I mean that. I kind of mean that. Meaning, who's to say you're not there to look for money, man? No, who's to say you're not there to look for money? I mean, you have a story that I'm not. Well, well, I'm his son, by the way. I'm his son, Zach. That's what I'm getting at. You have nothing. What I'm saying is, I well, I do. I have the original birth certificate, but but it's not in your name. It's not in your name. The original birth certificate has doesn't even have your name on it. It has someone else's name. Correct, but I'm sure there has to be a record in the state archive. Then find it. You got to find it, man. That's That's what what you need. That I'm willing to do that legwork. I just need to know how to start probate and what the steps are going to be needed to be. Wait, you can't start the probate until you do the other thing. First, got to establish who you are before they're even going to let you in. Okay. That's what we're trying to tell you is that you have to prove. So, so wait a minute. You have the original birth certificate and both your first, middle, and last name – original one is there and your new one do you have when did you change your name at the time they changed the birth certificate with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Correct. It was in 1991 or 1992. Does your mother have any records? Well, I'm sure she probably does. Um, I haven't spoken with her. Yeah, that's what you have to do for sure. You need to get something. Blake, what do you think? 
I mean, again, it's, it's the court system is going to want to see some paperwork, some paperwork. So if you can find that original birth certificate, which listed him as your father, then that would be, then that would be enough. Like on the change but, of birth certificate, if there was an application, don't you put down your previous name and your new name? I imagine that is probably on a name change form. I'm not familiar with what a name change form includes, but that makes sense to me. Zach, do you have any of that? Uh, probably. I mean, everything was done above board in Missouri when we moved and then brought back here to Colorado. Wow. Um, and I know your guys' time is of the essence. So the last question that I would have then is he has a power of attorney that I know supposedly stops upon death, but I have reason to believe that these folks are still just, you know, pillaging his coffers, so to speak. So I need to know how to get that to stop, how to let the bank know that he is deceased, freeze his assets, because it's not his money that I want. I just don't want these folks to have Who are these folks? Who are they? Like names? No. I mean, what relation? Who are they? Well, the the power of attorney is what he always called his business partner. Okay. Okay. All right. And his business partner, you think, is still using it? I, I do. Opening probate and a death certificate, you know, I mean, who do you know that he used it with? That he used what with? I'm sorry. The power of attorney. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure. It's just his, his brother was telling me that he's been speaking to this power of attorney and he has been using the assets. And that's why the brother was asking me to step in, even though I know he could do it himself, but he feels wrong to do it because he's not the next of kin. Well, he can do it easier than you can do it at this point. And then, and then he can always, you two can take, you know, he can give it to you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Blake, I mean, it might be the quickest option. I didn't drop from the call. I apologize. Okay. You have to leave. Yes, I'll be available in an hour. All right, all right, thank you. So here's the thing, Zach. If that brother can file first and open probate, at least it's opened. He can always let you take over as personal representative. Okay, that makes sense. And then just one other thing that's completely unrelated to this, Tom. I appreciate your time. Thank you for your help with this. But I did call a couple of weeks ago about the uh, tax situation with the rebate and the stepdad and all that, and I did take your advice. And we filed for the remainder of that money, and the IRS gave it to us, no questions asked. Excellent. Thank you. And that, I think that was Eric Reinemer, um, uh, who was on our show with Atlas CPS and Advisors. But thank you, Zach. Call us if you have any more trouble. Did you know Frank Duran's listings sell for thousands over the market? Frank will share with you what very few agents know, the seven critical nerve points in contract negotiations to protect your best interest and net you top dollar at closing. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. A free no-obligation comparison of all your coverage. The Insurance Checkup, sponsored by Compass Insurance. 303-771-HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. B, I'm sorry. I, I'm back to you now, B, and I'm so sorry. But you had a question, and here's the deal. We already we did talk to people, um, and that's why part of the reason you were holding. You owe $170,000 on a rental property. You want to keep it. 
the rest mm -hmm. of your life. You want to pass it on to your mm -hmm. kids or heirs. You have an annuity. Mm -hmm. Do you? What is the bulk amount, the principal balance of your annuity right now? Uh, it's one ninety. One hundred ninety thousand. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that a qualified plan? What do you mean by qualified? Was the money a tax deduction when you put it in there, or did you do it after mm. taxes? I'm not talking no, about the income. It's, yeah, it's after tax taxes. Okay. When we pull it out. No, what I mean is this. How did you establish the annuity, first of all? Did you do it in a lump sum, or did you do it monthly? Or whatever, quarterly? Uh, the company uh, that my husband worked for, the union put that money I got away it. For I got it. I got annuity. it. All right. So this annuity, when you take the money out, you said there's 25% owed? There's 20% taxed federal. And for the state of Colorado, it's like 4.3 right. or 4. Uh, roughly 25%. So, what I want to know is this. Yes. Is it on the gain only or is it on the entire amount? Because if it, the, and the way you know that is. It's on the entire amount. So that means that 190 was deferred income. He never claimed that as income that went in there or what, however much went in there. Right. Okay, I got right. it. Okay, so it's called a qualified plan. A qualified plan means the money you put in is tax deductible and the money you take out is fully taxed. That's a qualified plan. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so you're wondering, is it going to be beneficial if I have to pay all that tax to pay off the rental? Well, you're going right. to you're going to you're you're not making a lot on the annuity. What is the end game in the annuity? By the way, you're saying it's making 1.4 percent. Most annuities have what's called an income feature, meaning at you can turn it into income at any point. Yeah. Well, does this have an yeah, income? We really don't want to turn it into income because we're trying to stay under a certain, which uh, he's retired. He retired early. I'm still working. I'm, I'm, we're about 10 years apart in age. Yeah. And so we're trying to, our house, everything we have own is paid off except for that rental. Okay. Did he, but, let me ask you something. Did, when you say you want to keep your income under a certain amount, why is that? Just because I'm so tired of, Uncle Sam oh, taking see. our money. It's I like, see. Ugh. Well, let's put it this way. I wanna, uh -huh. You would have to pay your capital gains on that annuity. But mm -hmm. will you? So, 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 did you do the math? Uh, you know, did you do the math on how much you'll net on that? I have. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I mean, if you take a it's forty-seven minus it's forty-seven five, you're going to have to pay. Right. Okay. Forty. Right, and here's my thing. So I'm and I'm paying a little over five hundred dollars in interest. If when we turn the house over, because I'm I don't want to sell it as a rental because we sold two rentals. Yo, you're not going to have enough to pay off year. that rental to begin with. Do you have cash to put in with it? I do. I okay. do. If yeah. I were you, I'd tell you what I would do. I would pay off the rental and have no debt. Mm -hmm. See, because you're not making enough on it to worry. And you're going to have to pay tax no matter what someday. So I would, that's what I would do. Right. I'm telling you, I would pay yeah. off the rental. Now I have rental income, right? And then you have your regular yeah. income. And then your husband's on Social Security? He's about to. How old is he? Yeah, he hasn't got 62. He retired early. 
does he really want to um, take it now? Does he want to wait for full retirement? Um, he's already put in for it. Okay. Because he's oh, going to be... It's on its way. Yeah. Because he's going to get a limited amount uh, for the rest of his life. I mean... Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then I he... I wonder if we should have just waited on that. Well, you only wait a few you more years. Five, five, probably yeah. four or five more years. He, even though he put in for it, he can reverse that if he didn't take it. Oh, he can? Well, he didn't take it yet, did he? No, he hasn't taken anything, um, but they're supposed to uh, start putting that money into his account. Well, uh, you may, I might, it might be past, but it might be too late. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you, you've just, given yeah. up a lot. Uh, yeah. You've given up a lot of money by him taking it at sixty-two. But it's okay. I mean, so how much is yeah. he going to start getting? Uh, Thirteen and some change. Okay, and how much and is the rental? How much is the net rental income a month? Uh, we're getting sixteen twenty off of it. So let's 16, just say, yeah, eighteen okay. is that part of the payment? Yeah. Wait. Oh, that's right. But yeah, but you'll be getting that all if you pay it off. Yes, and that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so I'm you'll like, have income. You'll have deal. income of about yeah. you know, let's say fifteen there and thirteen there. You'll have twenty eight hundred bucks in income mm-hmm. plus mm-hmm. your income. Mm-hmm. What's your income? Oh, uh, seventy two thousand. Okay, so you guys will be doing good. I think you should do it. That's what yeah. I think. And seriously, yeah, it's not foolish to pay yeah. off debt. Hmm. And I, I agree with you. That's why I wanted to call. And I was like, well, let me see what Tom has to say, because I know you've had these questions, many of them. And That's I'm right. Like, you know, and then it'll give us an opportunity before we, if we decide to sell that house, let's say something came down where it came to where we did have to sell it. It's not a rental anymore. We're going to save all that money in capital gains. That's right. If you live uh, in it. Because it will live out of the two of That's the right. five years. How, how much equity like, did they have in it? Yeah, how much equity do you have in it? B, about how much equity? How much more is it worth than the 170 or than, you you know? I don't know. She might have disconnected. I think she did. 303-713-8255. Did you know if you've had a new roof put on in the last couple years, you could be missing massive discounts on your homeowner's insurance? Call Compass Insurance now at 303-771-HELP. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. The name says it all. 303-920-1622. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 303-713-8255. Okay, so who's been waiting here? Oh, my goodness, Lance. Lance, what's going on with the sewing machine? What's happening, man? I've never heard of restoration of a sewing machine. What's happening? Yeah, Tom, on March 2nd, I did have a, a ship fire in my garage, Oh, wait a minute. Are you the one that had all of those hundreds of sewing machines that you were restoring? Uh, 163, Tom. And they said it was commercial, so they weren't going to pay the claim. Right. Uh, Right. That was my insurance, but they they did pay CRDN. What's that mean? What's CRDN? What's that? Uh, They're a restoration company here. Okay. uh, So you had a garage fire. 
and and you had a hundred and how many how many sewing machines? A uh, hundred sixty three, Tom. Which twenty of them were customers' machines, which I personally fixed. Okay, okay. So what's going I, on? I, well, I do this for a living. Yeah, and I. Seventy five percent of them machines were parts machines. Fifteen were collectors, and ten percent were newer, still in boxes. You know, I whatever. Sell them. Whatever. What was your total yeah. loss in all one sixty three? What was your total loss? Um, Tom. Well, they took them. Who's they? they? All the machines. Who's they? CRDN. CRDN. The 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 restoration company. Yeah, and they said they could clean them. Well, when I got them back, they're they're worse than when they left, Tom. They're all rusty. I cannot use any of the parts in them. Um, the big ones. Uh, and now your insurance was paying. Your your insurance company paid this restoration company. Yes, thirty-seven thousand dollars. Yes, sir. Why would they pay if they didn't acknowledge this commercial activity? I'm just curious. I that Tom, I do not know, but when CRDN did take the machines, um, they they did end up paying them. I think it was twenty eight thousand four hundred twenty eight just to clean the sewing machines. And what you said they paid them thirty seven total. Yeah, thirty seven total in other electronics. Tech, All right, so tell me cleaning. then. So what is going on now? What do you need? Well. CRDN has came out twice. They sent out three people. On 12-7, Carlos came out, and he said they can't fix rust. I mean, they totally ruined these machines. Well, hold on. How, how, did they, how did they cause rust? By cleaning them. How do you cause rust by cleaning? Well, they had to use some kind of liquid, Tom. So the machines are rusty. So they ruined them, but didn't the fire ruin them? Well, it shutted them. So, okay, so you're saying, okay, let me get this straight then. You're saying that they weren't, they are in worse condition than after the fire? Yes, sir, because there was 20 of them that were customers' machines that I cleaned that were in the fire, and they went back to my customers and I had no problem with rust or anything. And then these guys, when they brought them back they're I mean, the whole inside, they took off all the covers, Tom. So they didn't destroy any of the customers machines. No, I kept all them. Good, good, good. they They did do one Tom, which was a shop stock for one of my accounts down okay. in Denver. Let's talk about the ones that they restored, the main bulk of them. <laughs> they were just your private oh. machines. What were you doing with them? Um, I was using them, uh, 75% of them, Tom, I was using for parts. So is it a big deal that they're not running? You, well, no, not that they're not running because I use parts out of them. Right. I'll use the. Uh, can you not Bobby use the parts? Cam, the hook. Did they ruin no, even? Can, you can't even use the parts? Yes. Correct, sir. They ruined them all. They're all rusty. Oh, my goodness. Um, what do you think the value yeah. of those machines were? I mean, realistically, realistically, the ones they ruined. Realistically, Tom, I. The ones that were for resale, I probably have close to 40000 
Just and the one, just parts, the ones in resale. Yeah, and then parts machines. I would say probably sixty thousand in parts. So you and had a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, we added it up. I wonder we if Paragon could help him. Well, he didn't have insurance for it. Yeah, they covered it. They're the ones that paid. No, they covered for cleaning. That's different than cover for. Why did they cover the cleaning if they denied the claim? Well, I'm saying they already accepted the claim if they paid for the cleaning. Yeah, they did accept the claim, didn't they, Lance? Yes, sir. They did. My insurance company did. Well, then they need. To, well, then if they who hired who hired CRDN? My wife actually called him, Tom. Well, I don't think insurance is going to pay for a bad restoration company. I don't think they'd pay for nope. that, but what I'm saying is maybe they should have been totaled in the first place. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. And that's what I told them. Okay, hold on. Hold on. We're going to get somebody to talk to you about it. Hang on. I'm Tom Martino. More coming up. Ripped off, bad news. You need advice so you don't have to lose. We'll come running just as fast as we can. Troubleshooter's gonna help the common man. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Now, Tom Martino. Hey, Tom Martino here. Welcome to the show. Don't forget, if you're looking for CBD quality, CBD products, realcbdthatworks.com, Panacea Life Sciences has wonderful CBD products. They have a 3,300 milligram uh, bottle, okay, and each eyedropper has 3,300 milligrams of pure CBD oil. Yeah, you can get 30% off that and all those products. It helps with inflammation. It helps with anxiety. It helps with pain. And it also helps anti-inflammatory properties for makeup. They have this. Some people put that oil on their face, but they have eye makeup and eye line, uh, eye um, serums. So it's realcbdthatworks.com. Tom and the promo code, 30% off. All right, listen. We're trying to reach a public adjuster to help Lance in his sewing machine issue, but let's talk to John. He has a question. John, what is your question, sir? I have two unrelated questions, so don't hang up after the first one. I won't, sir. It's not possible to file, to um, declare bankruptcy if you have uh, if you own your home if you own two hundred if you have two hundred thousand dollars in savings and you have no debt other than an alleged overpayment by the um, in other words Social can Security. you do what's called a pissed off bankruptcy um, it, you can but you'll lose everything because here's truly what it is they want they're not going to stop you from filing bankruptcy but then you're going to sell stuff and pay off everything you owe so there's no reason to in other words that the whole idea of a bankruptcy is when you don't have enough to pay and you don't yeah that's really it because if you have okay. enough money to pay and you just want to single out a debt you're going to end up paying them anyway because you have enough assets to pay it okay and then my Second question, I called you last week, and 
I haven't heard anything about the the issue of um, that you said to Brian at Compass about insuring your own car yourself. Oh, you're right. We were going to get him on to talk about that. Thank. Oh, wait, wait. No, we did have him on. We did. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, we did. He was researching it for us, and he hasn't gotten back to us. So the question was, Suze, can you self-insure your car, and how do you do it? In some states, they used to let you self-insure if you had enough money to pay liability. Did you know that, Mark? You could put money in a bonded account. Yeah, I think it's the minimal. The state would require a 25000 But, But um, Compass said they didn't hear about that being allowed here. In New York, it used to be, I thought it was like 250000 because now, obviously, let's just say, okay, someone like Deputy Doc wanted to do it, and it was allowed, and he put the minimum in there, fit uh, twenty five fifty. Could you imagine? So he has to put 50000 in an account. He would never do it. Why? If he gets in an accident, he says, I'm self-insured, and I only have $50,000, and there's a million dollars in damages, what are they going to do? They're not going to accept it. They're going to go after him. You see, you always insure for what you have. You don't insure, um, f- you know, for what you want. You sh- insure for what you have. So, uh, by the way, we can find that out, John. And another thing on filing bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, just so people know, a Chapter 7, they take all your exclusions of assets and income, and everything above that, everything above that goes to creditors. So if you have a lot, it's stupid to do that. If you do a Chapter 13, what that is is a reorganization of debt, but you still only get a certain number of exclusions, and then you have to pay monthly payments to really – you get to keep – the asset, but you buy it out of the bankruptcy through those monthly payments toward your creditors. So there's two different kinds. Real quick, on the self-insurance, it looks like in Colorado, you might have to own more than 25 motor vehicles just to ask to be qualified for being a self-insurance. And it all goes through the insurance commission. So if you just own a few cars, I don't even think it's possible here. Yeah. Matt Stanford is with uh, Paragon Services. He's a public adjuster, as you know, We love public adjusters. They fight insurance companies for you to get maximum coverage. This is a weird one, Matt. We don't understand it, but we're going to lay it out to you. Lance had a fire in his garage. Lance had how many sewing machines, Lance? 163 of them, right? Correct, Tom. 20 of them were from customers, and the rest of them were either used for parts or resale. He figured his losses at around 100 grand. He was able to get the 20 customer machines back to them. This restoration company came in, and the insurance company paid him about 28 grand to clean them and to restore, not restore, but clean and get the soot and ash out. Now, here's what we don't understand. Why his insurance company paid to begin with, since it was clearly a business, and you did not have commercial insurance, did you, Lance? No, Tom. I, I, Didn't they give you a hard time at first? Yeah, they were not going to pay. CRDN How did you get them to pay? Twenty. How did you get them uh, to pay? CRD, CRDN just um, told them they'd go back on voicemails because we went through four adjusters and one adjuster told them that they could go ahead and clean the machines. Okay. Did any of uh, those adjusters ever say this whole claim is going to be rejected because it's a business? 
No, sir, they did not. That's amazing. And this garage, is it rented as a business or is it part of your home? It's my home, Tom. Okay. So however he got it covered, Matt, he got at least some coverage here. They paid a restoration company to restore the machines. His argument is they should have never tried to clean the machines because they're they're delicate machines and basically they're ruined. Okay, other than the 20 he did himself and sent back to the customers, the other 140 machines roughly are ruined. Can you make an argument, Matt, that this restoration company screwed him up even though they hired the restoration company? Can you make the argument that it was folly to even try to restore them? Yeah, I, I would think that's a specialty item. Um, you know, CRDN, I've, I work with them quite a bit. They're good at, at cleaning, you know, your typical contents. But, you know, sewing machines, that's pretty technical stuff. But who's the insurance company, just out of curiosity? It was ASI, or they go through Progressive. Okay. Yeah, that's Progressive. Uh, you know, I yeah, assume, sure. yeah, normally they would try to, to wiggle out of paying for that under business coverage or lack thereof. But... If he's not actually running a retail shop out of his garage, maybe that's how he got around it, just using it as a storage. Well, here's what I think, Matt. Now that they've done it and they've covered it, they've stepped in it. And I think what you should do is maybe take a look to see, just to see, if you could press them for totaling those machines. I'd be happy to try. Um, You know, you're right. Now that they've agreed to cover it, they've kind of opened the floodgates. So let's dig in and see what we can get. Lance? Tom, shouldn't CRDN be responsible for what they done to them? I don't know, but Matt, what happens in a case like that? Have you had cases where the restoration company screws up? Oh, all the time. I've had cases where a restoration company went in and removed the entire house full of carpet, and they were only supposed to remove one room. Well, what do they do? So the insurance company would pay for all that to be covered, and then they would go after the the restoration company. So, okay, so he can work that angle too, Lance. Yeah, because I asked CRDN for 23500 just to, to move on with my life. And they they have dropped the ball. They have not gotten back to me with. Do they the last take responsibility weeks. for the rust and all that stuff on those machines? Um, two of them kind of did, Tom, but the uh, general manager did not. But two uh-huh. of the sales associates did. Well, let's let let's let Matt take a look at it. Paragon Services, he's a public adjuster. You know how we feel about them. He's on referralist.com. His number is 719-726-0026. And by the way, Lance, Suze 0020, get... Tom. Oh, I'm sorry. 719-726-0020. Now, she'll give you that number off the air, Lance, so you get it. You know that one insurance company that brags about saving up to 15%? Well, how about saving even more than that? Compass Insurance. They represent dozens of different companies and will save you money. 303-771-HELP. You know that saying, you get what you pay for? Not true. You actually get way more with Frank Duran, the real estate man.com when he lists your home. Frank Duran, REMAX Alliance. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Okay, Sam, sorry, man, we got disconnected a few times, 
And we did do some research on your thing. And for those listening, Sam made a reservation for a hotel from October 28th to November 1st, basically five days or maybe four nights, whatever it is. He called the day before to cancel and he was going to complain about it. Mark looked up the cancellation policy for that particular hotel. And they said the most they will charge if you don't cancel, if you cancel within 72 hours or later, it's fine. But if you cancel before, I don't know how to put this, up to, if you cancel up to 72 hours, you get dinged. If you give them at least 72 hours or more, you don't get dinged. He did not give them 72 hours. Therefore, he got dinged. How much did you get dinged? You shouldn't have gotten dinged, according to the hotel, more than one night. That is true. Oh. I was told I was told by Karen from the hotel that I my, my credit card was charged for one night, and I told her I said that's absolutely fine, but come to find out, all of a sudden it's a third party reservation. Oh, well then, okay, hold on then, then the hotel is only charging one night to whoever yes. made that. But that third party can charge you whatever they want. They don't have to pass along to you the same conditions. I, I understand that. So I started doing inquiring. Who is in the third party you made your reservation through? Well, here it says reservationdesk.com. Okay. All right. So then I contacted the reservationdesk.com. Yeah. Which explained to them the situation. Mm-hmm. Then they in turn told me that I needed to send them some documents to prove that I was in the hospital. So I did. And then I, I get a response saying I don't even that, know why they would say that, actually, because it doesn't matter. They that can might do, have been their terms. Yeah, right. it may have been they were trying to be nice. Who knows? Anyway, what happened then? Well, that's what I'm, I'm more than sure they're trying to be nice. So then I contacted my credit card company. They put a hold on it. Then I get a call from my credit card company to send them the documents that I had sent, the reservation desk. Then I get a letter. It's now no longer with reservation desk. It's with getaroom.com. So now it's gone to a fourth party. Well, where did you make the reservation? You ought to know that. I did that on the computer. I understand that. What site did you use? It's on I, your history. I, I went into treasureisland.com, the Treasure Island Hotel on the computer. Are you kidding me? And they sent you to a third party? Yes. That's unlikely. So wait, you went to treasureisland.com, you went on there and hit reservations, and it sent you to a third party? That's what I was told. Well, that doesn't seem likely. Well, Mark, here's, what I, here's what I've got in my hand. Yeah. Here's, here's what this has. It has from reservation.com sent on Friday, October the 1st, 2021 at 425 p.m. Yeah. Then it has my email address. Yeah. Well, that, that's has, where he booked him, reservations.com. Exactly. That's where you booked it, bro. Simple as that. Yeah. So well, what is their policy at reservations.com? That's what it had. You're right. It did say that I had to, I had to cancel within the 24th of October. Well, that's what they're that. Okay. And okay. So what are they dinging you at reservations.com? What are they giving me? No. What are they charging you at reservations.com? $552. What does that represent in room nights? I have no clue. 
Well, what is the night? You know what you're paying. What was your entire reservation, sir? How much was it? The entire reservation was $567. Okay, so they're charging you the entire reservation. Okay. I I mean, I think it's ridiculous, but, I mean, those are the conditions of reservations.com, right? I mean, that's what I'm seeing. That sucks. I understand understand that. Then, like I said, I get a third letter from getaroom.com, and they sent me 23 pages of terms. What difference does it make? You made your... Well, the thing is, is I just keep getting the running around and the running around. This sucks, man. There's no running around, though. Whoever you booked it through, right right there on reservations.com, you started reading it. On that email, they have their policy, right? That's what their website says. I'm looking for it. What does the policy say on that email you're reading? Well, right, right at the very bottom, it says cancellation policy. It says each room in the reservation subject is the hotel cancellation policy, which is cancellations before October 24th okay. at midnight. Okay. You'll get a full refund. Okay. And after and, that. And then the next sentence, it says canceling after the 20. It doesn't matter. You did it yeah. afterwards, right? But what does it say after? after? Yeah. He did it did afterwards. It after. So yeah. it says here, I'm seeing it right here. I'm seeing it, Mark, on their uh, terms and conditions. He was charged exactly what they told him he would be charged. Yep. It sucks, but you were charged. You're just upset that they're charging you more than the hotel would. You should have gone directly to the hotel. Everyone who uses a third party, here's the only problem I have, and I sympathize with you, Sam. Honest to God, sometimes you don't even know you're going to a third party. You really don't. No, no, I know. I just made one for another state for a wedding, and, and you know what? I was almost all the way through it. Until I realized it was a third party because it said something about we reserve blah, blah, blah. And I went, wait a minute. That doesn't sound like a hotel. They reserved the right to send me to another hotel that's comparable in the, in the area. So then I realized up at the URL, it wasn't the hotel. So I had to call the hotel directly. So I get what you're going through. It's really weird sometimes. You think with a Google search, you're going directly to the hotel and you're not. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's what has happened. Yeah, and it sucks. And But there's nothing we can do about it. Now, you could try maybe disputing it with their credit card, but I think they're going to go. Well, go I ahead. did, and, and it, they said it's a no-go. Damn, damn. You spent, holy crap. So you basically spent the entire amount for nothing. For nothing. The one you almost bit into, what did uh, La Quinta say when you finally got through to it? <laughs> it wasn't. It was a really nice hotel. But, Mark, here's what I did, just what he did. I did Google, then did, you know, searched it. And it came up as the hotel. It looks like it says reservations for, but it was a third party. Tom, so many times, the first two or three entries when you do a Google search 
are ads, and people don't realize that. Oh, of course. Now, I know the ad part, right. but this was more, I don't know, I thought it was a link to the hotel. Because, Mark, it you had the hotel, it held the hotel up there. No, it wasn't that misleading. It wasn't, here's what it was. I clicked on what I thought was the link because it had that Google panel with all the photos and pictures. It just was so weird. Anyway. Third-party reservations will cost you more than the hotel most of the time, and you have to be ready for it. 303-713-8255. John wants to talk about unemployment. Oh, this is a good question. What happens when you're on Social Security? I think I have the answer to that coming up on the Troubleshooter Show. I'm Tom Martino. 303-713-TALK. Looking to buy a home? Get the best team on your side. Frank Duran, the real estate man.com with Remax Alliance. 303 920 1622. Insurance agents that aren't held captive by one company. That's what Compass Insurance is all about. They find the right company for you at the best price. Call for a free quote now 303 771 HELP. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. Welcome to the show. Let's talk about your life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. John, you want to talk about unemployment, right, John? Yeah, how you doing, Tom? Good. Now, John, a lot depends. You want to talk about receiving unemployment while on Social Security. A lot depends on if you're employable... And if you're working and if you're getting partial, I mean, if you got it at 62 or full retirement age. Okay. The, the thing is, Tom, is there's a company that a bunch of us work for, and they don't want to lay us off. They want us all to resign. So that's my first question. Can you get unemployment if they make you resign? No. No, if they make you and you can prove that, yes. Uh, but... Yes. If they do that just not to pay unemployment, you can get around that. However, you'd have to okay. prove that. Wow. Okay. So, so what are they saying, basically? Well, we have we work for a courier outfit. We have two kinds of drivers. Yeah. They have hourly drivers and contract drivers. Well, they don't want the hourly drivers, so they're giving us the option Either you come and, and use your own vehicle or you don't have a job. But we're not going to lay you off. You have to resign. So I don't think. So they offer us a job, but they're not. Okay. They basically want to get rid of you without paying unemployment. I, I just call up unemployment. And That's ask. right. That's right. Okay. You call the employment division, and they'll, they'll get on their asses for that. If, listen, if they are truly making it so you can't work, they have to pay. Now, as far as getting Social Security, if you were working, that's all that counts. You're eligible if you were working and paying into unemployment to get unemployment. And by the way, what's even better is un- uh, Social Security doesn't uh, count unemployment as income. That's what was my other question, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 70 well, you wouldn't matter at 70 anyway. You can make as much as you want. But if you were younger, yeah. where it counted, it wouldn't count against you. I'd probably just put in for unemployment. Just do it. Yeah, see, what Mark is talking about is no matter what the form of this is, if you're not working and you put in for unemployment and the company turns it down, you can appeal it. And here's a very interesting statistic. The majority of people who appeal unemployment 
get it, even when it's apparent they shouldn't. I swear to God, there have been cases in my past where people have been granted unemployment that I have protested, and you would never believe the circumstances. Never. It's like they give away money. I mean, these are cases where people were fired for cause or left on their own accord, and they still got unemployment. So I think there's a good chance you're going to get unemployment if there's any smoke at all. If there's any smoke at all. So good luck to you, bro. Let's talk, Sherry. What's going on? Hi, Sherry. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going on? Okay, I took my vehicle to uh, a, a BMW dealer. Okay. I mean, BMW car. What what kind of uh, what kind of car? What kind of what year Beamer? I I got a a, a 2010 X5. Okay, and, and that... it needed a it needed a, a DPS. A diesel particulate filter. Oh, it's so a I diesel, huh? Thing. It's the X5 is a diesel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I took I took the I took the vehicle over there, and I, I'm a student myself trying to learn diesel mechanics. Oh, really? And okay. So, yeah, and so so one of the one of the students there has a shop there. Okay. Are you there? You know, we're losing a number of people on the phone lately, and I don't understand why. Do you happen to see if it's the I'm, same I'm, line? I'm here. Oh, I'm there here. you are, dear. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So listen, yeah. You watch, what's the name of the shop? What's the name of the shop? It's called, it's called Shamburgers German Motors. Okay. And what and so, went wrong? Okay. So I took the vehicle over there, and he had agreed if I assist him, he'll do a, a decent price since I was a student and he okay. was trying to set up a training little program. Uh-huh. So I take the car over there, we start on it, and he, he busts the oil oil pan, so all the oil drains out, and then he he also uh, breaks the, the coolant hose. And so this I took it over there in November, so I called the other day and I said, hey, you know, can we just get this done, please? And he was like, you know what? You could come get your vehicle. Ah. And if you don't come get it today. Yeah, he says, if you don't come get it today, you're going to get charged $35. And now, was he, was he angry day. with you because so many things were yeah. going wrong? How many miles on no. this? No, he, he was angry with me because I asked. When could we get it finished? No, I understand. How many miles on this vehicle? I want to know why so many things started going wrong. How many miles on it? Um, I haven't even driven it. Um, I'm not asking that. Oh, you over a hundred thousand. That's over a hundred thousand. Now, um, what do you think he did? mm -hmm. Something wrong when he was? You said some things were breaking. Did he do anything wrong? Yeah, yeah. He 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 put the he put the the he put the because um, if you if you if you take a if you take a motor out of a vehicle, he put the the hoist that you use for the motor. He he cranked it up under the oil pan. So when he cranked it up under the oil pan, it busts through. Why the did oil he even do? Why did he even do that to begin with? He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. He I mean, the, you weren't had, removing the engine, yeah. were you? No, no, we were just putting the the particular. The diesel particular filter in, so that busted. But I don't so even understand we, we, why did he use a jack at all for a particulate he, filter? He shouldn't have. No, he shouldn't have. He put it up under there, I guess, to to get some more leverage to hold up the the. the it was already hoist in the air, and then the the, the coolant hose. 
gets ripped by his by his other workers. All right, so, so he wants you. Hold on, people, he wants you to pick it up, but you have things wrong. But but hold on, yeah. it, did he agree yeah. to at least repair what he broke? Yes, and then he sent it back mangled. So nothing's fixed. The oil pan's not fixed. The coolant's not fixed. Wait, 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 wait. Is it it drivable? No. The the tow truck people couldn't even crank it on because if you crank it on, it's going to blow the motor. And on top of that, he had uh, had me pay him early, and then he sends me a letter saying he's not even going to give me half of, he's only deciding to think about giving me half of my money back. Okay, but hold I on. So... Hold Sherry, Sherry, hold on. We got to play mm-hmm. this game here for a minute. We got to get your, okay. did you get your car first? Did you get it? I got the car. Thank God. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, how much did you pay him? I paid him, it, he, it was 487 because it was a cash app. No, I so get he it. Took, he took, mm-hmm. You paid him four eighty seven. Did he say? Yeah. Did he say he was going to give some of that back? Yeah, yeah. In his last email. Okay, oh, hold on. Yeah. I hold on. Did he give you anything back yet? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. I. Nothing. W- do you think he will? Nope. Nope. Because he sent my vehicle home like that to me. Okay. Like that. I think you have a pretty good chance of getting all your money back plus damages. I mean, if the guy damaged your vehicle, I don't see how he can get away with it. But we need Look, to get some, but yeah. we need to get somebody I'm to scare him a little. Let, let's see if he'll come on the air. Yeah, hold on a second. We'll see if we can get him. It's 15 minutes left. I'm not sure if we can, but we will try or at least get the information and get you on tomorrow. And then if he won't come on, we'll get Deputy uh, probably Smarty Pants on this. So hold on. We got more coming right up. I use a compass to find my way and compass insurance to wade through the home and auto insurance maze. All policies compared and checked. I know I'm getting the best rates for my coverage. You can too. 303-771-HELP. Free, no obligation insurance checkup. 303-771-HELP. Five-star professional customer service award winner, nine years in a row. One of the top real estate teams in the country. Go with experience, expertise, and proven credibility. Frank Duran with REMAX Alliance at frankduranhomes.com. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. You know, I don't like when people get screwed around by mechanics. It's too bad. I mean, they feel completely helpless. We have another person, Ruby, wants to talk about a mechanic. Hi, Ruby. What's going on with you? Hi, Tom. I called last week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let Let me try to find that. Yeah, your 2014 Chevy Equinox. Yes, and um, what I was trying to explain the other day is that I paid for the for the dry shaft in the four by four and uh, sixteen hundred dollars, uh, two thousand dollars for total, right? For the parts and and labor, and, and then and uh, you're still I, having problems. I, what are the issues you're still having? Well, the car ain't running right. It's not it's not fixed right. How do you then, know it's uh, not – how do you know it's what this guy did as opposed to something new? Well, because I wasn't doing that before I took my car in. Okay. What did you and take then, it in for? For the 4 by 4 and the drive shaft. Okay. And then I, I, I got my car back uh, the next day. When, I drove it around. The light went on. I took it out of zone, and the, and the Cadillac converter was – was the 
and point on the computer. Okay, but here's what I want to tell you, okay? I want I want to tell you that this Chevy equal okay, the 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 4x4 and the drive shaft have nothing to do with the catalytic converter. So, if you exactly. if you're having problems with the catalytic converter, that's not this mechanic's fault. Well, I think he he swiped them. He swapped them. Oh, you think he screwed Wait, you think he took your cat? Yes. Because he did it to my daughter's car. How do you know that? Because they did they did my daughter's and then I and that in and then I took it to AutoZone and that's what and that's what came out on the computer. That it's a different catalytic converter. That it was messed up, the catalytic converter was messed up. But he stole your daughter's. Uh, but he stole my daughter's catalytic converter. How do you know he has your daughter's catalytic converter? Because he, she called you. I know, but how do you know? Okay, she took her car there because, too, and when she went to yes. pick up her car, where was the catalytic converter? Was it missing? Yes. Did he say he took it? Yes. Okay, why? Why did he put another one on it? Yes, that doesn't belong there. Why? Did, why is he switching out catalytic converters? What's in it for him? I'm not. I'm not sure. And then I. Okay, uh, Deputy Doc. Can I, what? Uh, I spoke to you on Friday, and you wanted your money back from him, right, Ruby? Yes. And he said if and he said if you show up on Saturday, he would give you your money back. Did you do that? Uh, well, I did. I did that, and. Um, I went in, I went, and uh, one of the workers that were there said, he'll be right out. He goes, I went to go call him, he'll be right out. And I waited and waited. What's the name of this guy? What's the name of the shop? Uh, he doesn't have a name on the shop. What's his name? His name is it's A-L-L-I-J-O. It's A-L-I-J-O. Alejo. 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 Okay, so hold on, Mar- um, Doc. You talk to him. And he, he was, Did he say he switched out the cats? No, no, I didn't. He was busy at the time. He said, look, have Ruby come on Saturday. This is on Friday afternoon. He said, have Ruby come on Saturday. I'll be at the shop and I'll give her her money back. <clears throat> so I was hoping that Ruby would call today and let us know that everything went well. No, it didn't go well. All right, we're going to call him again. Here's what I want to know. Why would he take two cars that had catalytic converters and... F- and switch the catalytic converters. I want to know what he says about yeah, that. Yeah, I will. I'll call him again today. today that's what we'll do. We're going to figure this one out because it doesn't make any sense to me at all. It doesn't make any sense. And, you know, and then when we tried to call him, we called him and he told us, I'm not here. I'm at, I'm getting some parts. And it wasn't true because that guy that works there. All right, Ruby, you uh, wait we'll, to hear we'll from us. Hold on. Him. We are going to follow up because Ruby and her daughter both claim that they went there. And while he was supposedly doing repairs, he switched out their catalytic converters. But listen, I can see if somebody stole them or if he stole them, but you're saying he put other cats in there. So it doesn't seem like there would be anything kind of worth doing. If you're going to take one, why would you replace it with another one? Maybe the older ones are worth more? I don't know. I have no idea, but we're going to try to figure that out. Another thing we want to tell... Um, we want to tell you about, you know, something we found out about insurance. If you're running a business out of your home or garage or anything, 
make sure you declare it on your insurance, at least as a rider for some things, because you could end up without coverage for that activity if they consider it a commercial activity. Not all of those activities have to be claimed, but ask your trusted insurance agent like Compass Insurance Group, for example. I'm Tom Martino, and we're out of time, but I want to remind you, you can get help information all the time at referralist.com and help at 303 Martino. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.